the expressed views and opinions by the hosts, guests, listeners, and viewers on this podcast solely belong to those who express them. They do not necessarily represent their employers, affiliated organizations, policies, committees, groups, or individual. Some episodes might include strong languages and images, which may not be suitable for all audiences. Please consult with a professional before you change your life plans. Viewer discretion is advised. You're listening to DSC The Podcast. Do what you can in life. Seek answers. Contemplate on what you've learned. Wherein we invite guests who talk about their careers, personal standpoints, and, well, whatever. (laughs) What we want to do with it. Today, we have a nutritionist joining us. And... Hello. Hi, Kenji. Well, his name is John DeJesus, but... For some odd reason, I still I keep forgetting why you're being called Kenji, Naba. Uh, I used that name a long time ago when I play uh, Battle Rims. So I used the name Kenji uh, every now and then, just like that. A very simple uh, appreciation of the game, and I try to live with the principles of also of the character. Yeah. Well, uh, some people though would confuse your real name with your ano. Uh, Nickname. Yes. They always ask, why Kenji? And I always uh, reply to them now. Secret. It's a long story. Blah, blah, blah. It's a baby. It's fake up. Because it's really a long story if I tell you why my name uh, was adopted to Kenji instead of my real nickname, which is, I don't like, I don't like it, which is Junjun, no? Junjun is, uh, for <laughs> Filipino, it refers for your genital uh, genital part which is penis <laughs> can I see your Junjun something like that so I don't wanna call Junjun anymore I want to be called by Kenji uh, instead of Junjun well, at least no one called you Junjun Kenji <laughs> no 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 one called me Junjun anymore so we're everybody's t- calling me Kenji so we're I don't wanna be called Christopher or Christoph or Tofi or John because it's too holy it's a it's too holy name i'm not holy uh, i'm not a a holy person i'm a holy shit sometimes you know <laughs> so we're going to talk about yung ano uh first 1000 days of no, no, not of life yes the first 1000 day of life so uh when we talk about first 1000 day of life it refers to a child life from the moment they are conceived until they have reached 2 years of age so meaning before they reach the 24 months because uh in this time when their brain body and immune system grows and develop significantly okay pero uh, sorry, uh, question curious uh, why use days and not years when you're pinpointing to that Topic. Uh, just like uh, adverters, advertisement, uh, now we're pointing out the first 1,000 days of life. So from the moment that the child is, uh, born, was born on the womb, so, and then until he was, the, the parents get uh, pregnant. So, so ilang nun is, basta nalamang nagsusuka na yung ano... Yes, tapos na-check, na kapag pa-check up sa doctor, and then... Uh, it starts na, doon na nag-start starts na. na. It starts na the first 1,000 days of life. So by that, uh, why we focus on first 1,000 days of life, especially in uh, 
nutrition and health sectors. As you can see, um, many nutrition programs or the most common nutrition programs in the Philippines is feeding program. I don't know if you will agree with this. And every oh. time uh, people ask for nutrition, they always say feeding program, etc., etc. But uh, one thing uh, that they should uh, consider, feeding program is a rehabilitation program itself. So we need to... Uh, be aware that uh, preventive side is more important than rehabilitation side or the rehabilitation program. So that's why uh, we promote the first 1,000 days of, of life, especially uh, for young women. So when uh, women reach at the age of 14, no, kapag doon pa lang, no, dapat maganda na yung nutritional status ng babae. Doon pa lang inaalagaan na siya. Kasi kung hindi maganda yung, ito tawag namin na the first 1,000 days of light, the forgotten period. No? Kasi minsan, ang focus lang din ng iba, ang tingin lang sa program first 1,000 days of light, isa sa mga pregnant women lang. No? Sabi nga natin, uh, kapag yung isang babae, dabunti siya tapos malnourished siya, for sure, maging anak niya malnourished din. And kung aagapan man natin, uh, probably, maapektuhan na yung brain development sa growth development ng bata. So it affects the the growth and the cognitive development. So at early as the, at early age of 9 years old, uh, yun nga, uh, once na nagkaroon ng menstruation yung babae, dapat pinibigyan na yun ng iron supplementation, folic acid supplementation at the early age because we want to prevent a malnourished mother. No? So by that, pag nagawa natin yun as preventive side natin yung mga future kids in the mga future uh, babies or kids na lalaki, ay magiging malusog. So, mas mataas yung chance nila na mag-survive no? when it comes to uh, pregnant during their pregnancy. Because it really affects our economic system. no? If you remember uh, my talk about uh, last July, last year, no? I mm-hmm. also pointed out the importance of uh, first 1,000 days somehow. Nagbigay ako ng counting information about it. Uh, it affects the economic growth. No? Paano ba tumataas yung... Kasi ang nangyari niya, mga 5 to 10% no, yung uh, manpower imbes na mas maano yung mga tao, yung mga kabataan ngayon or sasabihin natin na mga adults na nagtatrabaho, mas matatalino sila, mas kulang sila sa kalaman or average lang yung knowledge nila kasi nung bata pa sila napabayaan sila. So hindi nila na maximize yung growth development and cognitive development at the early age because during the first 1000 days, doon talaga yung rapid growth ng bata. Kaya napaka-importante you have to give their emotional support, no? Yung mga ganong bagay, um, healthy food, having relationship, no? Safety and security, and also you give them time to play. So those are the things that the babies needs, no? And also create a healthy environment. So including in the womb, no? Iwasan din yung pag-inom ng mga parents and pag-intake ng mga drugs or unnecessary medicine, na that can affect uh, the pregnancy itself. Okay? So, uh, yun yung importance ng first 1,000 days. So, one of the issues right now is some of, some people doesn't want to practice it, no? Especially in public health setting or in the, ur- uh, in the urban setting itself. Especially the poor ones, they don't want to practice it. Even the, uh, the richest people, no? Ang nagre-realize sila, no, pag narinig na first 1,000, okay lang yan, may pera naman kayong pambili ng gatas. 
So they don't practice the exclusive breastfeeding. Because in the exclusive breastfeeding uh, up to two years, no, doon talaga magbibigay mo yung uh, optimal or uh, nutrient dense na tinatawag na optimal nutrition. So by that, when you were able to practice it, yung ating uh, nutritional support, makakasiguro ka na pagdating ng bata ng third, fourth, fifth, six years old, no? very smart and very ano sila sharp although uh, there are other factors that may affect a uh, uh, student uh, academic performances they say that your intelligence are inherited but only a small percentage of it no it only takes 5 to 10 i think uh, if i'm not mistaken is about 10% only no and the 90% is based on your environment and your it, it based on the first 1000 days of life So that's it. Uh, that's the importance of the first 1,000 days of life. I'd like okay. to ask Kenji, oh, wait, no. Kasi from a professional side, na alam mo yung ano eh, you know the meaning, you know the definition of, a nut- of the word it, nutrition itself. Pero from y- how can you paraphrase it okay, so that our listeners or maybe at least they can explain to People, normal people on the streets, walking along the streets, that they could easily understand. How do you define defi- uh, nutrition? Ah, how do you define nutrition in layman's terms? So, pag sinabi kasi natin yung nutrition is uh, kalusugan yan eh. Proper mm. food, no? Proper diet. So, those are the key terms, no? Tamang pagkain, no? Tamang kalusugan at tamang pagkain. Although nutrition uh, itself sometimes are being uh, linked. Uh, no, most of the time are being linked for health. No? Kasi yun naman talaga eh. It's all about lifestyle. No? Hindi mo sila pwedeng paghiwalay. Kaya nga health and nutrition or nutrition and health. In, ano siya? Uh, kung walang, uh, walang health kung wala si nutrition. Wala si nutrition kung wala si health. At the same time, syempre, kasama din doon yung lifestyle, yung healthy lifestyle na tawag natin. Uh, even the term healthy lifestyle, no, na may misunderstood yan, akala nila is all about food only. no. But the real thing is, it's all about diet and exercise. So, pagkain at tamang ehersisyo. Kaya kung nag-diet kayo, no, at sabihin niyo sa, sa akin na ginagawa ito naman yung kain ko, the next question is, Uh, how often do you exercise, no? Kasi napaka-importante niyan. Daka naman healthy diet ka nga, ang problema nun, ang bagal naman mag-reduce ikaw ng weight mo. Or pwedeng stagnant lang. Hindi naman tama din yung kinakain mo. No? So, yun. Do you think tama or sufficient yung tinuturo sa atin back in LM ba yun, o kinder? Yung go, grow, glow foods? I think for the child, uh, for that young age, it is sufficient that time. But today, uh, yung younger generation kasi ngayon, iba na yung ginagamit na instructional materials. We use different instructional materials today. Unlike before, no, we use the food pyramid. But today, we use the pinggang Pinoy, no? which is more understandable and mas madali siyang maintindihan ng tao. Kasi dati sabi, dapat three to four servings ng ano eh. Nang sugar, one to two servings of fruits daily, tapos uh, three to four servings of rice, and two to three servings of uh, proteins or mga meats. So parang pag sinabi yun before, confused ka. Ano bang, ano, gano'n ba karaming serving, no? 
ay yung kagad yung nasa isip natin eh. So, isang cup ba siya? Half cup, etc. Unlike in the Pingam Pinoy, talagang doon makita mo na may visual representation ka nung uh, distribution, nung dami ng pagkain. You mentioned, di ba, na health and nutrition comes together. Pero, I think merong contradicting, tama ba? Contradicting ba yan? Usually, pag kunyan, nagpa-check up, ang sabihin sa ng doktor, you can't eat this, uh, avoid this, avoid this. Pero when you speak to a nutritionist, you won't say avoid, you'd say lessen. Tama ba? Uh, no, uh, actually what they say is bawal. They use the term uh, not avoid, but rather bawal. O bawal so, ka na kumain. Bawal sa ganito. This ganyan. is for doc- This is coming from doctors. I'm not saying not all doctors. Ah, uh, majority, majority. Majority, uh, no, no. Some, maybe some. Some lang. Some okay. the doctors say, will say, uh, bawal na po ang kumain siya ng ganito, ganyan. Although meron din naman niya nga, mga nutrition nagsasabi rin ng bawal. Sometimes we use also the term bawal. Bakit? This will uh, be based on uh, patient's history. Yung sinabihan na before na limit yung ganito, avoid. Pero yung consumption, ganun pa din. Sabi mo, hindi naman pala bawal, eh, pwede. So, what happened is they abuse, no? The term avoid or limit. They still do the same thing. So, by the next time that we meet our patient, we will really say, uh, recommend that, uh, do not eat the following foods. But, uh, in, um, in, logically, we don't say uh, bawal. But rather, we say limit or avoid, no? no? Yun kasi mas magandang term, no? Avoid or limit. So, kung kaya mo i-avoid, better. Kung hindi, okay lang. Kung di mo kayang i-avoid, i-limit mo lang. So, something like that. How would you describe yung, sabihin natin, from 2010, I think your studies, or, yeah, the resources that you've read are probably at least a decade na, tama ba? Or five years? Uh, about nutrition? Ah, uh, for in regards to ano yung 1000 days of life. Uh, since 20 ano pa yan? Uh, since 2015. Okay, so we have around 5 to 6 years. Yes. With your resources of 5 to 6 years, what is the trend? How would you describe it na people noong 2015, this is how they tackle the first 1000 days. Now, after 5 to 6 years, ito na yung changes na nangyari. Itong good and bad. Okay. So, that is a very good question, uh, Brother Oliver. Ito yung kasi yung gusto natin mangyari, no? Uh, just like what I said, first 1,000 days is a preventive program. When we say preventive program, we don't want to all this way to solve nutrition, which is feeding program and other uh, nutrition program as rehabilitation program, no? So we want to use this in order to zero the hunger at the same time uh, zero malnutrition. Pag na-achieve natin 'yon, napakagandang implication ng magiging implication 'yon sa future is talaga yung mga tao noon no? magiging mas matatalino, baka hindi na nila iboto yung mga bobong mano no, tumatakbo sa <laughs> sa Senado, din alam naman natin 'yan no. Kasi doon talaga yung kita mo eh. Kung ano, tala, kung ano lang kayang intindihin ng tao. Kasi ano ba yung kinakain nila nung bata sila? Ano ba yung mga mother nila noon, no? Mostly talaga from poorest of the poor, no? Imbis na ito dapat ang kanilang, ito yung level of understanding nila, ito lang, no? 
talaga may factor talaga yung pagkain. Even kahit pagkagutom ka, di ba? Mainit ulo mo, no? Kahit gusto meron yung kang ginagawa, hindi mo magawa kasi mainit ulo mo, walang kinakain. May mga ganun tao. O kaya pag wala talagang kinain, hindi ka makapag-isip. Kasi ang pagkain ng utak mo, glucose. Glucose ang pagkain ng utak. Kapag kulang ka sa glucose, hindi, nag- hindi nagpa-function na mabuti yung brain mo. Ayun. Uh, that, okay. Uh, nasagot ko na yung after, no? So before kasi, uh, we don't have the first 1,000 days of life, right? Mm. Although we have uh, a lot of uh, nutrition programs, uh, initiative in the Philippines, and yet, we don't see any changes. The, the trend is still growing, no? Nakita natin, kung titignan natin yung sa DOST, yung kanilang uh, survey, no? Yung nutritional survey natin, kung titignan natin yung trend, napakataas ng malnutrition from underweight, yung pagkabansot, yung trawag natin, yan. Ito yung mga pandak. Kaya daw nga sabi nga natin, is maraming pandak sa Pilipinas kasi nga, nag-start talaga bumaba ang pagtangkad ng mga Pilipino during the 1970s. And we know why. Kasi during that time, nagkaroon tayo ng problema politically na dito sa Philippines, sa Philippines sa pag-implement ng mga projects. So during the time of Marcos hanggang ngayon, bumaba yung trend natin sa pagtangkad ng mga bata. Unlike before, matatangkad ng mga Pilipino somehow. No? Pero ngayon talagang lumiit talaga ang mga height ng mga Pilipino ngayon. Dahil yon sa kakulangan sa nutrition, no? Meron tayong ano niya na talagang studies niya na I already presented this last July 2020 20, year na yung about doon. Kung na, nakita natin doon yung trend no na pag-iwanan tayo pagdating ng 1970. So nakita natin doon bakit nagkagano no? Kasi before ang focus natin is nutrition. Hindi kasi sabi na bawal yung nutrition. Okay yung nutrition is a good project, it's a good initiative para mapataba mo ulit yung mga batang malnourished. Pero bakit doon tayo palagi nagpo-focus, no? Bakit ang focus natin is palaging rehabilitation? Even in other uh, problems, no? Papansin mo. Palaging nandoon tayo sa cure side. Bakit hindi natin gawin yung preventive side, no? Dapat doon tayo nagpo-focus palagi. Kasi mas malaki gastos mo pagka yung ginawa mo na project is yung... Uh, rehabilitation side na. Unlike kung preventive side ka, magkano lang gagasusin mo. Okay? So, ngayon, inilang sa mga challenge natin sa mga bawat, sa bawat Pilipino na nagbabalak magmuntis sa mga kababaihan natin na talagang i-practice natin yung exclusive breastfeeding at uh, hanggat bata pa lang, uh, wag yung, mga ta- yung mga proper ways para maingatan yung sarili nila, lalo na mga babae. Uh, healthy lifestyle, diet and exercise, it's uh, a big factor po yan para sa mga magiging future kids nila or sa future generation natin. Ano yung, what are the usual or yung mga sayings that are proven to be wrong? Though I'm not sure kung ano-ano yun eh kasi although andun ako, bata, baby pa lang ako nun eh, di malay ko ano yung mga pinagsasabi nila sa mama ko. Di ba may mga ganun, lalo na I think sa province, oh, pagka yung baby umiyak, ganyan-ganyan. Yes, oo. Oh, may mga so, myths tayo dyan. Could you give, ano, maybe, uh, yan eh, mag-mythbuster tayo. Okay. Actually, may kami experience na, no, way back in 2017 when we interviewed a mother. Mm-hmm. Ang nangyari is kapapanganak na lang sa bata, ayaw niyang paliguan, no? Hindi niya pinaliguan yung bata for 30 days. 
Can you imagine that? For 30 days kasi daw baka daw magkasakit tumataan. Parang ginawa siyang aso, no? Kasi sa aso, di ba, hindi kagad pinaliliguan kasi daw magkakasakit. So parang ginawang aso yung bata. Eh, which is wrong, no? Entirely wrong. Kasi yung mangyari nun, yung hygiene ng bata, alas lalo siya magkakasakit. So yun yung mga myth or practices talaga na believe it or not, ando dun pa rin sa community. Na, not to mention, no, kasi province ko yun. Although malaki yung province ko, somewhere, the largest part of that province, no, doon talaga. Ando dun pa rin yung mga old practices, no. Even yung ano, uh, yung pagdudumi sila, hindi nila... Ito, kailangan pag dumimi sila dito sa lugar na to, doon lang yun, tapos sa tabunan lang, bawa na sila dumimi dun sa isang party ng lugar na yun, something like that. So, yung mga sanitation practices, no, kasama yun, may mga ganun tayong needs. It also part of uh, nutrition and health na, na tinuturo namin yung proper disposal ng mga ganun. Kasi magkakasakit talaga sila pag di nila inayos yung kanilang pag-dispose ng mga waste nila. And uh, meron pa, marami tayong mga myths or practices. Katulad ng kumain ka ng itlog, no? Kumain ka na ng itlog, uh, magbobo ka, something like that. May mga ganun. Ganun? Yes, kumain ka ng kalabasa, mga kalabasa ka sa exam, no? Uh, not knowing that those uh, foods are rich in B vitamins, no? And remember, B vitamins is important in uh, neurological function, no? yung uh, neurofunction natin, lalo para makapag-isip tayo ng tama. Especially the B1, no, is anti-depression. Kapag ikaw ay depressed, uh, most likely binibigyan kayo. Alam nyo yung stress tab? Are you familiar with stress tab? <laughs> so stress tab is, has, is a multivitamins because it has uh, uh, enough B vitamins which uh, helps you uh, cope up with your stress. No? Even yung mga puyat, No? So, yun, napakalaki ng important role sa B-vitamins. Especially yung egg, no? Uh, hindi totoo yun na pag kumain ka na itlog, zero ka sa exam. Uh, to be frank, egg is the, is we call this a nutrient dense kasi siksik talaga siya sa nutrients. No? Usually, binibigay ito sa mga taong katapos na maopera para mapabilis yung kanilang uh, paggaling, no? Itlog. So, yun ang, oh, itlog. Yung mga myths natin na natatanda ko yung pa. Yung mga myths natin. Ito pa, meron pa tayong myths na uh, uh, malpractices, no? Kapag nilalagnat, bawal maligo. Uh. Have you heard of it or have you been practicing it? Pag nilalagnat, uh, bawal maligo. Hindi naman sa bawal maligo, pero like, kailangan magpunas, tama ba? Yes, oh. pero kasi mali yun, yung practice na yun na bawal ka maligo pag nilalagnat ka. Sa katunayan, pwede kang maligo at mas magandang maligo ka. Pero syempre, dapat ang paligo mo, maligam nga at hindi ka dapat matagal din maligo para hindi ka malamigan. Kasi nastaka kababasa ng temperature kapag naligo ka. And at the same time na nilinis mo yung mikorbis katawan na meron ka. So yun yung mga uh, mispractices natin, misbelieving, even sa pag-inom ng tubig, no? Mm. Meron tayo sa tubig, kailangan daw sa umaga, kailangan huwag ka uminom ng malaming na tubig. Kasi daw pag uminom ka ng malaming na tubig, titigas daw yung fat sa katawan mo. No? Parang pagkainom, pagkainom ano yun? No? Pagkainom mo, uh, maninigas lahat ng mga ano mo sa katawan, which is the opposite. Mas okay nga na kahit pa paano, hindi naman sinasabi kung malamig na malamig. Yung saktong malamig lang na inumin mo. Pag uminom ka nun, mas nagigising yung diwa mo. Kasi mainit in yung katawa, mas nagigising yung diwa mo. No? Yun yung mga misbelieving natin. Kasi kung isipin mo, ano mong function ng water? No? 
you know the function of water is body regulator siya. Meaning, it controls the body temperature. At saan ba pumadaan ng tubig? No? Esophagus, going to stomach, hindi na pumupunta yan sa mga taba mo. So, once na pumunta yan sa stomach, uh, for a few minutes lang, magbo-warm na rin yung level ng ano yan, temperature. So, it, uh, those yung mga myths no? madalas tinatanong sa akin yan. Bawal po ba yung malamig na tubig sa umaga? Yung ganun. So, ang healthy ba yung ano, eight glasses a day? Or you should just drink whenever you're thirsty? Uh, kailangan, minimum natin is eight, pero as much as possible, kung anong kailangan mo, kaya mo nang uh, gawin mong ten, much better. Kasi it prevents uh, accumulation of uric acid in the body and other waste materials na meron tayo sa katawan. Especially pag marami tayong kinakain or umina, umiinom tayo. And did you know that when you drink uh, one glass of soft drinks, at least you must drink three glasses of water? No? Kasi ang um, sugar, ang soft drinks, may sugar yan, no? We considered it as uh, rich in sugar. So, water-loving ang sugar, no? Hydrophilic, natatawag natin. Yung mga terms namin na hydrophilic, water-loving as water-hating. So, pag sinabi natin uh, water-loving, ina-absorb niya yung tubig. So, pag ina-absorb niya yung tubig, mauuhaw ka kagad. So, pag uminom ka or kumakain ka ng matatamis, kailangan mas maraming tubig yung inumin mo. Okay? Para hindi ka din upuhin. Kasi pag gano'n, hindi ka masyado uminom na marami, may naiwang konting uh, uh, asukal sa lalamunan mo, yun ang magkukos ng bacterial contamination or growth, bacterial uh, growth doon sa yung stroke, sa yung throat. Something like that. Let's go to ano, yung nutrition for the infants. Uh, is there a saying ba na yung vitamins ba nakakataba or yung, yung milk ba, pag mataba yung baby, healthy baby, ganun? Ah, uh, linamin mo na natin ng klasing milk. Okay. Powdered uh, milk. I think tama, 'di ba? Sabi, you're advocating na pagka panganak until okay. two years uh, old. Yes, uh, is breast milk. Mm-hmm. After six months, uh, complementary feeding naman, yung may kaunting pagkain na. So, ayun nga. So, regardless muna, let's go muna with the vitamins. Are the vitamins making your babies fat? Or no? Uh, it could be, no? But uh, the reason why babies be- uh, becoming fat is because of uh, what we call the powdered milk, yung milk formula. So, si milk, formula. milk formula because it, it has high in fat, not just vitamin. It has high in fat itself, no? So, that causes them to become an overweight or obese babies. Then, how would you define a... Healthy baby. Kasi di ba, alam ko kasi minsan meron yung mga healthy baby contest eh. Yes, oo, meron tayo. Siyempre, uh, gaya na sinabi ko sa'yo, kapag kinakausap mo siya, uh, kumikindap-kindap siya sa'yo. And then siyempre, meron tayong basis dyan na timbang, tapos hindi siya irritable, walang problema sa mata, kompleto yung ngipin, ayun, tama yung kanyang tulog. Kasi pag baby ka, mas marami kang tulog dapat eh. I think, if I'm not mistaken, is about 12 to 16 hours ang tulog mo. Yun yung required for a parcel. Yeah, uh, for, a, for an infant, no? Then, what would be the difference, uh, or at least our listeners can, will have an open, uh, mind-opening, ano, 
na difference in in terms of yung sa milk, di ba? Kasi uh, why as much as possible kay breast milk than baby formula? And what does baby formula have that breast milk do not? Okay. Ito lang yan, simple ng tanong. Ang baby ba, saan ang galing? Saan pinanganak? Sa mother. Ng tao, sa mother na tao. Ang milk formula, saan siya gawa? Sa factory. Sa factory. Anong animal? Ano nga ba? Hindi ko alam. Eh. Cow. It could be uh, cow's milk, right? Okay. Cow's goats. So, ang biik, saan siya dumidedeng? Kung siya kumuha ng pagkain? Kay mother pigs, no? Mother pigs. So, kung isipin mo, pakipainamin mo ang baby mo ng formula milk. Parang sinabi mo na yung anak mo, anak ng cow, no? no? Anak ng cow. Kasi formula milk yun, eh. So, dapat, kung ano yung milk ng tao, yun din ang milk na ipainom mo sa, ba- sa anak mo at the early age. Kasi nga, sabi nga, meron tayong ads niyan, babin. Dati, no? Hindi baboy ang anak mo. No? Ano sabi nga, may ganun tayong ads dati? May ads tayong dati nga. Ang gatas ng kalabaw ay para sa kalabaw. Ang gatas ng biig ay para sa biig. Eh, ang gatas ng anak mo, hindi hayop ang anak mo. Yan yung kanilang ads before, no? About dyan sa milk formula. Against the milk formula or the milk companies. Meron tayong ads niyan before from the DOH. I don't know if, if you see, if you saw those uh, ads before, but we have that uh, advertisement anti-milk uh, formula by the DOH. So it really shows na, oo nga, no? no? Bakit mo nga naman ipabibigyan ng milk formula yung anak mo? Hindi naman siya cow, no? Anak mo yan. So, and it's also give a psychological uh, support no, kapag nagpapasuso ka. Meron kayong mother-to-baby uh, bonding at tawag natin. So yung pati yung emotional needs niya uh, bilang bata na bibigay mo. So, yun lang yung pa yung mga benefits. Alex, sa milk formula, hindi, no? Pasusoy mo, tapos na, no? parang ganun. Para ka nagpasuso ng, ano, ng oh, sige, mga tuta, inom na kayo ng gatas. So, something like that. Yun yung isa sa mga pinipinpoint namin niya. Kaya gusto namin i-practice. However, sometimes we don't have any uh, access to uh, breastfeeding, no? Or well, tayo, kulang tayo sa milk bank yung kasi isa mga issues natin. Kulang tayo talaga sa milk bank. May mga milk bank tayo but it's not enough to supply for everyone. Kaya nga tinuturoan natin yung mga mother kung paano magparami ng kanilang breast milk. And um, as a sa mga factor, bakit nauuwi sa milk formula is may trabaho si nanay, no? Or tinatamad o kaya kinakagat. Kinakagat na yung kanilang uh, utong, ganun or talagang kulang. So, yung mga ganong factors naman, we can consider those things to give formula. Pero as much as possible, we have to practice the breastfeeding or yung talagang gatas mismo ng ina. Kasi meron tayong mga milk bank eh. Kung saan yung mga buntis na nanay, nag-donate sila ng milk. Paano yung mga mothers that cannot produce breast milk? Ayun uh, Usually, we refer them to milk bank. Sinusuplayan sa, ano kasi, sa pinakbaba, sa mga poorest of the poor, or even kahit mayaman ka, you can contact your uh, local government unit. Sa, sa Quezon City, Makati, they have a, a local milk bank, no? May mga milk bank tayo dyan. Even, uh, basta dito sa Metro Maria, alam ko lahat tayo may milk bank. Sa Quezon City, we have uh, at least six milk bank, I think. Uh, usually, mga hospitals natin dito. Kasi nga, we promote the exclusive breastfeeding. Yung kwento sa akin ni Mami ata, dati, since she cannot produce milk, 
what they gave me was soya milk. Mm-hmm. Soya milk is a uh, kulang yan, no? Dapat ang binigay sa'yo yung, ah, uh, nag-consult ang mother mo sa hospital or sa doktor. Kasi kulang well, sa nutrition yon, no? Well, that was probably 27 years mm-hmm. ago. So, what done is, what's done is done, di ba? <laughs> yes, oo. Meron Kasi pa yung mga nakakalungkot. ko ngayon. <laughs> probably, kulang sa immune system. Hindi mo nakuha kay mother. Pero may mga, may mga mas patindi pa dyan sa soya milk, no? Uh, minsan binibigay, bear brand. Sterilize. Talagang, hindi nila kasi re-afford din yung formula milk, no? So, ginagawa natin dyan is gumagawa ng paraan yung government. Nagbibigay ng fund for uh, for the poorest of the poor. So, nag-aalat sila ng mga milk. And um, meron din ako issue sometimes with the first 1,000 days. I mean, with the exclusive breastfeeding. Especially in disaster or emergency cases. Mm-hmm. Example, uh, disaster, bagyo. Tapos nasa rehabilitation center kayo. Hindi kasi inaalaw ni government natin na magkaroon ng donation ng milk. Formula milk. So ang case, minsan pag ano, distress ang mother, walang lumalabas na gatas. Although it was already raised by Senator Dick Gordon, saka isang senator, nakalimutan ko, way back in 2017, pinagdiskusyon na nila to nung ginawa nila yung batas sa first 1,000 days. Na dapat may, exclusive, uh, may exception. Pag during disaster feeding, dapat tumanggap tayo ng, uh, parang sinasabi nung tumanggap or okay lang magbigay ng milk formula. Pero believe it or not, No, may mga batas tayong ganyan. May mga LGU pa rin talaga na nagpo-purchase ng milk formula. Pero ginagawa nila, tinatanggal nila yung brand. Tinatanggal nila, as in lata lang ibibigay nila. Basta sa ibibigay. Kasi bawal talaga and patago 'yun. Kasi pag nahuli sila doon, kaso 'yun, kaso 'yun uh, paglabag sa batas 'yun. Ibe niyo mag ano ka lang eh, magbigay ka lang ng magregalo ka. Sa, kunyari, um, you have a, a friend and then nine months old na yung kanyang ba, yung anak. Tapos magbe-birthday, one year old. Ang binigay mo regalo is uh, uh, bottle, uh, feeding bottle. No? Pwede kang kasuhan ng parent nun. Against EO51. No? Exclusive breastfeeding. May mga ganyang cases tayo at merong mga nakasuhan sa ganyan, no? I mean, first time ko marinig na kakasuhan ka dahil binigyan mo ang kaibigan mo ng bottles. Yes, feeding bottle kasi uh, you uh, you it it against the promotion of exclusive breastfeeding. Even magregalo ka ng formula milk bawal. But they're all over the stores. Yes, kasi um they are all over the stores. Actually may mga talagang uh, marami kasing ano yan issues. May pros and cons kasi yan. Dapat din kasi is i-balance natin. As much as possible talaga sa akin, kung in my point of view, kung wala talagang paraan, wala talagang ways to implement the exclusive breastfeeding, talagang walang sources, okay lang. Pero kasi yan, magiging ang masusunod pa rin dyan, kahit anong promotion ang gawin namin sa exclusive breastfeeding is yung decision ng nanay. So dapat 'yan ang desisyon sa pagbili ng gatas, paggamit ng bottle feeding or pag-accept ng regalo. 
nasa desisyon ng parents. Kasi nga sabi natin, mothers knows best. Diba? Ako, in my point of view, dapat yun iwan. Pero kasi sa mga kasamahan ko sa nutrition world, parang gusto nila 100% exclusive breastfeeding. First 1,000 days. That is uh, technically uh, re- idealistic, no? But in reality, it's different. Sto- it's a different story. So, kailangan may balance lang siya. When do yung infants or yung mga babe, uh, infants start with yung wet food, dry food? Uh, after six months, complementary feeding na sila. Gatas, tapos uh, breastfeeding, and then unti-unti ko na nag-introduce ng food. So, very critical yung panahon na yan kasi kapag ang in-introduce mo kagad yan, yan, patay ka na. Para kang nagpakain ng dog food niyan. Ayon pa, the time na lumaki na siya, ayaw na. Gusto na niyan yung mga malalasang pagkain masyado. Ayaw na kumain ng gulay, katulad ng fast food. Gusto chicken joy, hot dog, ham, etc. Puro ganun food na ang gusto nila. Baby, gusto ng chicken joy? Hindi. I, I mean, uh, After that time, about six, sabi ko nga, you give a complimentary for after six months. So after that, kailangan ma-introduce mo yung mga pagkain na masustansya. Huwag ka muna mag-introduce ng mga kung ano-ano. Katulad no, ng, nagbanggit ako pakikat yun, uh, mga commercial uh, baby food, no? Yung tinitimpla na yung ready to eat. Kasi ang tendency na no, pag yun pinakain mo at the later part, kapag malaki na sila, ang gusto nilang pagkain, um, puro fast food. The same thing kapag ka, nagpakain ka ng dog food sa aso at the early age. Pag laki nila, ay na nalang kumain ng lutong bahay. Ganun yun. So, similarity, may, may ganun tayo na, ano, na tendency. Lalo na sa mga bata. So, kailangan, hanggat bata pa lang, mabigay na yung proper introduction ng food, tumunin kakainin mo, and then saka mo introduce yung chicken, pork, konti-konti lang. Kasi pag yun ang inuna mo, believe it or not, no, ang bata, pag nalasana, mm. eh, yun na kagad yun. Lalo na yung mga mamantikang pagkain. So, prito-prito. Sabihin natin, you are in, so in the distant future, you have, you already have your own baby, then you reach six months, no, tama? To start yes. eating yung complementary foods, ba tawag man dun? Tama? Yes, uh-uh. So, kung ikaw, What would you, sabi natin, top five recommend sa mga okay, baby? Uh, that's a good question. Number one, sayote, carrots. May English ng sayote. Oh my God. Hindi <laughs> <laughs> matandaan. Basta sayote yan. Carrots and then um, yung broccoli. You can introduce broccoli. Mm-hmm. And you can also introduce uh, some pechay, pakundi-kunti. And um, maliliit ha. Siyempre, maliliit ang slice mo nun. Hindi mo naman pwede na malaking size ang kanilang kunin. Then you boil them, yung mga sinasabi yes, mo. Yes, so, boil. Tapos, pwedeng parang i-chachapsoy mo siya. So, yun. Um, pwede mag-introduce ka ng patatas, mga steam. Unti-unti mo silang ano, introduce. So, Siyempre, may konting meat lang. Pero most likely, nag-introduce ka na rin ng rice na may sabaw. Uh, ito ba assumption that they already have pieces of teeth growing or wala pa yun pag six months Nag, meron na yun for sure no? nagkakaroon na sila ng mga malilit ng ipen at that age so pag ganon avoid muna sila tama no uh, you mentioned kanina yes oh, pero ikat mo yun baka mamaya na 
Sabi ko. <laughs> uh, let's say, um, we call it uh, fast food for babies. Okay, so by around six months period, when you're going to give complementary food, Mm-mm. avoid or lessen the consumption of baby foods. Tama? Uh, yung mga ready-to-eat foods for babies. Since yung mga commercial product. Okay. Uh, na napapanood natin. Kasi kailangan at the earth, from 6 to 12, I think, mga puree muna yung pinapakain natin. Ano yung puree? Yan, carrot puree yung... Ay, parang, parang ano? Oo. Parang juice na ewan na mashed oo, up. Oo, parang mashed potato, something like that. So, you can introduce carrots, avocado. So, yun yung mga usually, ma- even mangoes, mangoes puree, avocado puree, melon puree. So, it's best to start with yung the greens, the vegetables, and the fruits always. Yes, oo. Cauliflower, potato, and leeks puree. So, pwede mo na kasing ipag-mix-mix yan, no? May mga recipes tayo available niyan online. Even spinach and French beans puree. Then, how about for our, ano, yung mga financially or economically challenged? You cannot, ano, tell them na, oh, you have to do this, you have to do that. Pero what what are the simplest ways or alternatives? Ayun, example, uh, tinolang manok. Pag nagtinolang manok tayo, di ba may sayote? Ah. Uh-huh. So, durugin mo lang yung sayote, tapos konting kanin, di ba naman kas konting ulam, unti-unti mo introduce kay baby. So, mga tatlo, apat, lima, hanggang sa kaya niya pa, no? Kasi makikita mo naman yun sa behavior ng bata kung hanggang saan lang yung kaya niya kainin. So, unti-unti ganun ang introduction mo sa pagkain niya. Yung mga example po sa atin na pwede ibigay. Even oats, vegetable, pwede mo ibigay. Then, do we have, besides kay baby food, other foods or anything that they, that they should avoid for babies ah uh, syempre yun yung may mga matataas sa allergen peanut butter wag muna ha huh? sa chicken din sometimes hindi mo na binibigay magbibigay lang ng konti kasi baka mamaya may allergy konti pag nagkaroon ng reaction wag muna even seafood sometimes sometimes hindi mo na natin binibigay yan no so more on fish pork beef konti-konti muna yon Ambi- What are the signs of ano, allergic yung bat? Yung Ay, yan, allergic reaction, nag-asthmatic, nagkakaroon ng pantal, yan yung mga allergic reaction ng bata. O kaya uh, nagsusugat bigla yung labi. So yun yung mga allergic reaction usually for babies. Then yung sleeping patterns nila, part na rin ng nutrition nila yan, tama? Yes, oo, talagang ganun ang sleeping patterns ng bata magkakaiba. Kaya kasi ba ang marinig mo palaging dilemma from the mothers is They don't have enough sleep, no? Because of the baby. Kasi minsan ang bata gising sa madaling araw. Gising yan, mga 1 to 3. O dati ng 4, makakatulog ulit. Hanggang ano na yan, hanggang 10. Basta umiyak ang bata, yan, gutom na yan. Tapos pagkitas kumain yan, padidigahin mo. No? Para hindi magkaroon ng kabag. Yun yung you have to burp Or, them, tama? Yeah, kailangan mag-burp sila. Kasi pag hindi sila nag-burp, may empatyo. Sakit yun dyan, lalong iiyak. As a nutritionist, oh, how would you describe yung saying na it pays to be healthy? And is there truth to that? Uh, could be yes or no. 
because if I am uh, living in a rural uh, areas or in a province, eating a proper nutrition is very easy. On the other hand, when you are living in a urban setup or in urban areas, probably uh, health, healthy foods are somehow expensive, no? Because uh, that's why we promote uh, urban gardening. So plant your own foods. So kahit pa paano nababawasan yung uh, gastos mo sa masustansyang pagkain. Pero what I want to um, highlight about this is have you uh, computed uh, medicine for cancer, for diabetes compared to eating healthy foods? So you choose which one na uh, saan mo gustong gamitin ang pera mo. Sa pagkain ng healthy food o sa gamot na bibili mo in the future. Ano ba yung mas mura? No? Magka, o kaya uh, sabi mo, ano ba mas mura? Mag-renal ano ka? Uh, meron kang problem sa renal which is dialysis o yung healthy food. So kung titignan mo buti, mas okay na mag-invest sa healthy food compared sa mga magiging medicines mo in the future. So, ganyan yung ano ka dyan, um, point of view ko. Your advocacy for nutrition, you know, saan sa nag-start yan? May advocacy yung press. Um, before kasi, before I became a nutritionist dietitian, my first choice is to become a computer science And then I already have an hobby in about cooking before pa ng high school. So second choice is hotel and restaurant management and then uh, nutrition. So by that, I learned a lot about nutrition. So food is not about just eating. It's about eating healthy foods and how to balance it. So don't appreciate ko yung importance. Na, ah, kaya pala nagkakasakit no, mostly ang mga tao dahil sa pagkain. And believe it or not, yun talagang reality. 70% of the disease, no? uh, if I'm not mistaken, yun yung natatandaan kong nabanggit doon sa mga webinars natin. 70% of the disease, no? yung mga lifestyle disease, ang nagiging cause of death. And dahil yan sa unhealthy lifestyle. No? Dahil yan sa unhealthy eating and physically inactive. So it's always the environment that shapes your health, no? Yes, it's always the environment that shapes your health, no? Kaya pag na-practice mo yan, you also influence other people to follow you. So pag, pag ang practice, ganito sa opisina, meeting-eating, meeting-eating, dami ka rin. Pero kung ikaw, uh, discipline ka sa sarili mo, somehow natuturuan mo yung mga kasama mo sa opisina maging health-conscious, that's better, no? Mas magiging efficient ang pagiging... Uh, mas maging efficient kayo as a worker, no? And the productivity also increases. How would you define or describe? Kasi once you've passed the first 1,000 days, paano mo masasabi na ama yung nagawa ko? Agad-agad mo ba makikita after the first 1,000 days? No, it, it will take time, time. And it requires a follow-up programs. Katulad ng... You introduce the pinggang Pinoy, the proper um, exercise, no? at least two hours a day, or at least 30 to two hours a day, you have exercise na gano'n na inaalak. And then uh, avoid stress as much as possible, or manage your stress uh, properly. 
avoid eating too much snacks you maintain uh, the, the proper sleep no especially for us the 7 to 9 hours requirements for adults so for teenager uh, from 8 13 to 18 years old they need at least 8 to 10 hours sleep from 7 to 3 uh, years old if i'm not mistaken they need at least 12 hours of sleep 10 to 12 hours and then for 0 to 24 months Uh, they they need at least uh, 12 hours to 16 hours of sleep. Ilang hours yung sa atin, yung mga young adult? 7 to 9. 7 to 9. At least 7 hours. Then for seniors? Same, same. 7 to 9 din. 7 to 9 din. Mm-hmm. Para optimal yung sleep na meron tayo. And syempre, tamang oras ng pagtulog. Tamang oras ng pagkain. Because it also cause a big fa- It also uh, shows a big factor. Because it disrupts your metabolism, no? Kapag hindi tama yung oras sa pagkain. How would you, ano, reset? Is there such thing ba sa reset for your metabolism? Can you reset your metabolism to how it was once before? Yes. Yes, you can reset your metabolism when you do the right thing, no? The proper uh, time for eating, it will reset somehow. Pero kung ang practice mo talaga ganon, it will take some time, no? para ma-reset mo ulit yung dati mong uh, metabolism. And sometimes is irreversible kung matagal mo siyang pre-practice na ganun ka. So say, sabihin natin, dito sa Philippines, oh, breakfast mo would be around 6 to 8, mga ganyan, di ba? Lunch mo, 12 to 1 or 12, 12 to 2. Dinner mo would be around 6 to 7 or 8. Tapos pag nag- tas ginawa mo yun for, sabihin natin, 20 years, And nagkataon you migrated to some other parts of the world, yung breakfast mo naging 10, 9 or 10. Kasi nag-iba yung oras. Nag, hindi lang isa nag-iba. Oh, nag-iba yung total shift bago nga no. So, gano'ng katagal para mag-jumpstart mo ulit yung... It will up. take two weeks na. Two weeks? Oo. Kasi... Nasa ibang, nasa kabilang mundo ka naman eh. Kasi iba yung tulog, iba yung tulog mo sa gabi. Iba yung tulog mo sa gabi kaysa sa tulog mo sa umaga. Yun kasi misconception eh, matutulog naman ako mamaya. Ganon ganyan. Iba talaga yung tulog sa gabi. Because sa gabi, nag-under yung katawa mo ng fasting. Remember? So yung excess energy mo, mabiburn mo yun somehow. Tulog ka. Mm-hmm. I see Just a side question, no, in regards to, ano, di ba yung ulcer? Kasi, meron kaming kakilala, kain ng kain. Medyo chonky siya, pero, alam mo yun, nagkaroon pa siya ng ulcer. Kasi ano? ang cause ng ulcer, ano yan eh, suspected ito ah, pero mostly, ang talagang cause niya unknown. Hindi pa na, unknown pa rin ang cause ng ulcer. Even up to oh, now, oh. 2021 na, hindi pa rin nila alam. Mm-hmm. Pinaprove pa rin ng mga scientists. Pero may mga uh, research evidences na nagsasabi, ang cost daw nito is dahil hindi ka kumain. May mga evidences na mga theories na ina-accept naman. Pero up until now, understudy pa rin yan. No? Ang cost ng ulcer. Pero sa amin, in uh, nutrition, we explain this na ganito. Kaya nagka-ulcer isang tao, malagi nagpapalipas ng pagkain hindi kumakain sa tamang oras o kaya ang breakfast niya, kapilang lang, mga ganyan lang. So, talaga yung mga taong yan mataas ang 
very very resilient to develop ulcer. So hy- nag-start yan sa hyperacidity and then nag-inflame, nag-cause ng tinatawag uh, natin na um, kalimutan ko yung term sa medical term, parang bukol 'yon. Nagkaroon ng bukol sa bituka and then sa nag hanggang sa naging ulcer na siya. How would you define a malnourished person? I would I define that malnourished person based on the BMI. Or describe, sige, ganun. I will base it on the, on uh, BMI, the Sab- body mass index. Sige, sabihin natin yung sa akin. So malnourished ba yung tawag sa akin or overnourished? Okay, when we say malnourished, it's either undernourished or overnourished. Okay. So we have three types actually of malnutrition. The overnutrition, the undernutrition, and uh, yung tinatawag natin na um, natatagong gutom. Mm-hmm. Yung micronutrient deficiency. Yung kulang sa iron. Yan. Yung kulang sa calcium. They are also considered malnourished people. Kulang sa vitamin A, etc. So, kaya nga ang misconception pag bata daw mataba. Healthy eh. Mali nga yung paniniwala. Kasi pag mataba ka, malnourished ka din. Wala ka pinagkaiba dun sa batang kul- kulang sa tingbang. So, it's possible na kahit mukhang fit, mal- may pagkamalnourished siya? Mukhang fit? Dep- you will base it nga sa ano, computation ng BMI. BMI talaga. Saka desirable body weight. Doon mo siya i-determine. Although may mga taong overweight, or mataas ang timbang, overweight sila. Pero kita mo ng physically, mas marami yung lean mass. Okay lang yon kasi they are considered already as healthy people, no? Kasi physically active sila. Culture tends to play a big role when it comes to nutrition, no? Lalo na pagdating sa household. Yes, I agree. Uh, when you want to correct or eat properly, tapos unang-unang sasabihin yung mga parents mo or whoever you live with, Arte mo naman. Yes. Alam ko lang gusto mong kainin. Yeah, somewhere say, I'd rather eat something smiling than die crying that I haven't tasted it. What's your reaction to sa mga ganun? Yung mga gusto sana nilang gawin sa bahay and yet may mga challenges na ganyan. Actually, uh, ano yan eh, uh, when it comes to uh, that kind of scenario, There are other things that you need to consider. Kasi nga, culture, iba, iba yung culture pag binanggaming kultura. No? It takes time, no? It takes time to make a change. No? Para mabago yung kanilang perception. Pero pag nakausap mo naman sila na maayos, sabigay mo naman information na kailangan nilang matutunan, they follow naman. Especially ito in the middle, in the middle of pandemic, somehow natututo na yung mga tao. No? Although meron na naman nag-relapse, no? nagpapasaway na naman sila. So sa ganyan kasi, um, ako personally, na-experience ko yan dito sa family ko. Before ay nila maniwala sa akin, dapat hindi kinakain, ito pa rin kinakain. So in- nag- inintay ko talaga. Inintay ko may magkasakit. Nag- oh, siba? Sabi ko kasi, wag na yan. Mataas yan sa uric acid. Sinasabi ko na before pa. O oh, puro ganyan pa rin ang binibili. I'm pertaining dun sa pata. Sinabi ko kasi huwag na bumili ng pata. Eh, ang hihig sa pata. Nag-cost na naman ng, uh, ng arthritis. So sometimes kasi, no, ang mga Pilipino, tayo mga Pilipino, gusto muna natin 
masaktan eh bago matuto, no? Pag hindi nasaktan, hindi matututo eh, no? Kailangan slap me first before I learn. Something like that. <laughs> Parang nung early this year lang, ginout attack ako, tsaka ako natuto. Diba? Something like that, no? So, it really takes time for people to change. And wala tayong magagawa minsan, no? Yun lang kailangan natin intayin. Sabi nga natin is, magkikita tayo sa finish line. Hindi ka nakinig, suffer the consequences. Ikaw, how would you describe your breakfast? Well, it, would it be, you know, since nutritionist ka, are you able to live up to your ideal food menu for the day? Or kahit sabi natin for the week? Yes, oo. Oo? Oh. Kasi sabi nga natin, practice what you preach. Ah. May mga cheat days lang talaga ako. So, minsan oh. napapasobra sa cheat days, alam ko na, na mali. Pero when it comes to regular meal, yan talagang pinapalo ko as much as possible. So, kapag walang gulay, ay ah. maghahanap ako prutas niyan. Hindi ako na, hindi ako nasasatisfy yung papakainin mo na ako ulam. Kailangan may prutas, gulay yan, kompleto. Pag hindi ko nakita ganun yung plato ko, ayo, parang, alam mo kumain lang ako pero hindi ka masaya. Something like that. Paano yung mga iba na they're counting calories? Is it nutritional to count calories or iba rin? It's okay, no? Para maging conscious sila. So, wag lang yung too much uh, counting calories naman. Baka mamaya makadevelop ka na ng mental disorder niyan, no? Na ayaw mo nang kumain. No? Gusto mo pagkakain, susuka mo yung pagkain. Nakalimutan ko yung pangalan ng medical, uh, mental uh, disorder na yun na pwede mo madevelop. So, yun. Uh, mostly naman sa nutrition world naman sa amin, gano'n ang practice. Pero syempre, I will not say na yung ibang kasamahan ko sumusunod doon, they eat what they like. Kasi sabi nga nila eh, kung sino may mas maraming alam doon sa, sa gano'n, sila yung mas pasaway. Di ba? Sabi, sabi nga natin, not all lawyers, uh, may, narinig ko to before, not all lawyers are abiding low citizens, na? No? Mm-hmm. Lahat ng lawyers sumusunod sa batas. The same thing with nutri- uh, sa mga nutritionist na ito sinakalulad ko. Yung mga ganun talaga. No? So, inihintay lang din natin yung mga pagkakataon na matututo sila na bago nila sundin yung tama. Kasi ako, as, as a nutritionist dietitian, if I am a, a obese person or uh, undernourished person, walang karapatang mag, mag-advocate ng nutrition, uh, nutrition and health. Kasi ako mismo eh, hindi ko na practice. No? Sabi nga natin is practice what you preach. Yun lang naman yung standpoint ko dyan. Pero syempre, hindi ko naman, siyas- hindi ko naman dinidiscredit yung mga kakilala kong ganun na nasa nutrition work. Pero syempre, sana naman, naisip nila yon na bago nila ituro yung nutrition and health topics, kailangan unahin muna nila yung sarili nila. Kasi nga, hindi nila na-practice eh. So paano nila tutulong ibang tao kung sarili nila hindi nila natulungan? How many of your friends have you helped to a point that you have already seen the outputs? Okay, sabihin ko sa'yo ha. Sa mga natulong kaibigan ko, sa isang, uh, let's say sa isang daan, actually more than 100 din eh. Somehow naman, 60% sumunod. Yung 40%, ganun pa din. Pero yung 40% din, bumalik. Kung ano yung sinabi ko na mangyayari, nangyari. Sabi ko, oh, okay, pag di mo tinayin, baka, baka magkaano ka niyan. High blood ka na. Ayun, nagka-high blood na. Sige, pag hindi mo tinayin, pag ito pa rin yung practice mo, magkaka-diabetes ka, nagka-diabetes na. So, something like that. Sabi ko nga sa'yo, kailangan mas slap muna sa mukha bago matuto eh. 
yung kailangan masasampal muna sa muka ng ilang beses, yung namamagana sa kanya, ayoko na, ayoko na, ayoko na, masakit. Something like that. <laughs> Bago matuto. Gusto lagi matikman yung ano, yung sakit, masukis oh. at mga tao eh. <laughs> Parang ano nga, no? Uh, most people are masukis in some... Uh, um, when it comes to health aspects. When it, when it comes to health aspects. Hindi masakit yan, hindi masakit yan. Aray, aray, aray. <laughs> Kasi, eh, tawag nila YOLO, no? Okay. Live, live young, wild, and free. O sige, live, live young, wild, and free until when? Probably Sabi when they're yeah. dead. Oo, probably when you're dead. And yung mga taong i-defend, eh, basta kumain ka ng gusto mo. Pero ganyan. Pwede na, tama naman yung kumain ka ng gusto mo. Pero hindi palagi, no? Makakain mo yung gusto mo. You have to make... Uh, You have to limit yourself. Especially kung may naman ka ng mga nararanabang at nagkakaedad ka na. This COVID-19 pandemic, no? Has affected nutrition a lot? Tama ba? Yes, opo. Sobra. Especially sa poorest of the poor, no? Um, probably the implementation of nutrition and health programs uh, depleted. As marami tumaas ang talagang ito, ha, based to sa data. Even in Metro Manila. Kasi may meeting kami next week sa Regional Nutrition Evaluation Team. No? And this coming April and May up to June, magkakaroon kami ng local uh, uh, city level uh, nutrition evaluation. So sa Manila, etc. Sa bawat cities. And sa naririnig ko pa lang, talagang tumaas. Tumaas yung trend ng mga batang naging pandak batang bababang timbang, it really affects, no? Napakalaki ng apekto ng pandemic. At nai-share ko to noong 2016, noong 2020. Kaya nga magiging solution lang dito is ang tao mag-practice talaga ng urban gardening para meron silang somehow uh, may ibang pagkain pa pagkunan. Uh, relief goods, ano mo madalas sa relief goods? Eh, yung relief goods, etc. mga unhealthy binibigay. Yes. Yun nga yung ano dyan, yung issue dyan. Bakit palaging ganoon Dapat iba. Kasi sa provinces, alam mo, maniwalat ka hindi. Ang binibigay nila, buong manok. Buong Black. manok, buhay na manok. Talaga? And then mga gulay. Yes, in Romblon, ganoon ang practice. Besides in Mindanao, ganoon ang practice ng uh, relief operation. Talagang yung mga kangoods nila, for disaster feeding yan dapat. Kailangan makaisip ang LGU ng other ways. Huwag puro canned goods. Although sabi nila, once a month lang naman namin binibigay yun eh. Or may certain fear of time lang kami nagbibigay. Pero syempre, kung palaging ganun, ang hirap. No? Although factors din naman yun is mahirap mag-package ng ganun or mag-distribute. Kasi masisira ka agad. Akin understandable naman. Is it right to say na nothing against si feeding programs, di ba? Pero is it considered as a band-aid solution? Temporary? Yes. Relief? Tapos, for I, although, sige, we're helping our challenge brothers and sisters outside to have a meal for the day. Pero, yun nga, I think it's developing into a dependency. Eh. Yes, uh, I agree. Uh, just like what I said earlier, uh, preventive lang siya. And there is no sustainability on feeding programs. Unlike in first 1,000 days, you can see the sustainability or the effects of the 
first 1,000 days at later life uh, compared doon sa band-aid solution na ginagawa na. Kasi wala talaga sustainable, hindi siya sustainable project or sustainable program ang feeding program. Although, kailangan yan ngayon, kailangan pa rin natin yung uh, feeding program para doon sa mga naapektuhan na at mga nangailangan ng tatay. Pero mababawasan ang mga mag-feeding program kung ma-implement natin na maayos yung first 1,000 days of life. Thank you, oh, Kenji, for sharing your time for today. So before we move on with our other schedules, so can you share or at least give a message to, well, number one, since we are talking about yung one ta- first 1,000 days, a message to the few incoming or future mothers out there. And second is for the young people who may or might be curious in regards to nutrition, then wag na, wag na yung adults, tanda-tanda na nila, they can check that. <laughs> they can check for ano, the doctor or a nutritionist, di ba? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, for them, uh, if they have other questions, they can contact me at john underscore j-o-h-n underscore desus12 at yahoo.com So, I will try to answer your inquiry about first 1,000 days of life and other basic uh, nutrition informations that you need. Especially dun sa ating mga teenagers. No? Sila, talagang sila yung nangangailangan nito. And if they if they would like to invite me as their speaker, uh, tingnan natin no, kung magsisingit natin sa schedules. So, yun. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Brother Oli, for the invitation. Thank you ka. Wala pa ngayon message mo sa par sa mga nanay. Ay, wala pa ba? Nandun na. Nagsabi na ako Sinabi mo lang, i-email ka nila eh. Di pa ba? Okay. So, message sa inyo, mga nanay. Galingan nyo maging pagiging nanay nyo. Uh, don't take it for granted, yung inyong mga anak. And the same thing with the teens. Don't take it for granted. Habang bata kayo, huwag nyo abusuin ang inyong katawan sa pag-inom at pagkain ng sobra-sobra sa bawal. Okay? Okay. Uh, Before I end before I end our talk for tonight I just want to highlight this remember that anything that is too much is bad and anything that is too little is also bad again uh, thank you brother Oliver for the time uh, that you have given to me and for the opportunity for this uh, talk thank you broad Genji and uh, thank you to our listeners you're listening to DSE the podcast we'll see you next time All right. <laughs>